Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Uh, so the other day, we had Miss Kylie Strickland in here, and uh, she did the Spill the Tea episode. And um, Michael, her ex, uh, has been gracious enough to come. Uh, I guess, I don't know if we're going to call it pouring the tea back in or spilling more tea or whatever, but uh, Michael and Mia spoke, and he's told me his side of all that. And a lot of people are giving him kind of a hard time on social media. So I thought it was only fair if Michael got to share his side of the story, too. So Michael's uh, on Zoom call with me today. Uh, Mike, what's up, brother? What's happening? Hey, just hang out at home. Hey, first off, uh, on the podcast of the other day, I called you to uh, knock off Justin Timberlake. Just no <laughs> fucking compliment. I. So, so I, when I listened back to it, I was like, damn, I hope he didn't take that the wrong way. Because you were, and I, I tried to state it as much as possible during the podcast, you were extremely nice to me while you were here. Um, you were extremely that's cool, how, Cat. That's how my mom raised me, trying to be nice to everybody. And no matter if I take offense to anything, still be uh, compliment and happy with other people so well you you did uh for what the the person you had to date the past couple of months who i'm a friend of uh i think you did a, a very good job we i think both of you had a couple hang-ups there right there the past couple of weeks but uh i think still uh from man to man you handled some shit the way i would have handled it yeah and, and and that doesn't say that we did it the right way uh or anything but from talking to you earlier um, I'll be the first one to tell y'all before Michael tells his side of the story. Michael did things that I've done. Uh, I completely understand why some of the things happened. I also can tell you that Michael has to be a very good person because the next day he deleted some of the shit. And uh, that just shows that And every one of y'all that's listening right now has drank too much at one point in time in your life. Said something you shouldn't have said. Sent a text message you shouldn't have sent. Posted something on social media. And uh, if you haven't, then by all means, cast stones at Michael, cast stones at me. Uh, but you know what? Until you have been in those shoes, you can't fucking talk about wearing them. And um, that's why I, I'm, I'm excited about this. I'm excited to have Michael do this with me today. Um, so let's uh, we'll start it off this way, Big Cat. Uh, what's your social media stuff? Because I want people to be able to reach out to you after this is uh, over with. All right. So follow me on TikTok at 2 wing and 7 uh, and Instagram to women seven. I followed him today. He posted some good shit. He just did a Justin uh, Timberlake lookalike video today, and it tickled the shit out of me. Um, but anyway, so uh, let's start off how you and uh, Kylie even met, dude. All right. So uh, she, I, I followed her when she had like maybe seven hundred thousand followers, and I just recently got TikTok because my buddy kept sending me TikTok videos, and so I got it anyways, and uh, I seen she was live, and I was like, I'm going to stop in there and say what's up, but it was recent, it recently, she liked one of my videos, I, I didn't make TikToks, I wasn't comfortable with this whole social media thing, and she liked one of my videos, so I stopped in, hey, just stopped in and say hi, thank you for one of my, or a like on one of my videos, she she read it, read my comment, and uh, she said, oh, is that that cute boy from South Dakota? And she <laughs> followed me early on, and uh, I didn't even realize it because I didn't pay too much attention to it. But I was like, yeah. And uh, so anyways, uh, I, I asked her that she was talking about her kids in the uh, vibe that she was having, and I was like, your kids need a 28-year-old stepdad. <laughs> and she, she was like, yo. And uh, so we ended up talking to each other through TikTok DMs. And it just went on from there. And I, I think I gave her my number or she gave me hers. And we just went on from there. I got you. Um, well, I think the fact that you mentioned the kids to start off with is a great place for us to start. Because uh, one thing... Kylie said some things, and uh, I'm going to give you a chance to defend those things, and then we'll discuss them back and forth. Uh, one of the things that she said was that she was offended by the fact that you didn't know her kids' names. Um, right. I, I, 
I was on her side for that one. So, and I think a lot of people didn't understand. So I, I want you to explain in the best way possible how uh, how you didn't know the youngins' names. Well, like I'm not I'm not very intelligent. It takes a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot for me to um, like takes a process for me to just take in everything. I got you. So, so like I I remembered some ages, and I think if one. One of her kids called. I don't know, but I, I believe I remember a couple kids' names. But again, like I'm not the most intelligent person. Don't don't worry. I I, I see you have a New York Yankees hat on. I already figured that anyway. Um, and I'm not gonna ask you her kids' names because uh, I don't know. I mean, she's been in here six, seven times. We spent several hours together. I love her to death. I I don't know her youngins' names, but. I will give you credit for saying it's just you. Uh, it's not intelligent. Like I want you to go more in depth on that because I, how somebody will conceive that. I think you're a very nice guy, um, and I don't want people to t- think that what you just said is just you not giving a fuck. You just not caring. Somebody might take it that way. That That's the problem with social media and so many aspects of it. Somebody can take something that you say and they can twist it. So I don't want it to be where people are just like, did he just use the excuse that he's a dumbass and that's why he doesn't know the kids' names? Did you, you wasn't around the kids yet. Yeah. Then I don't remember them, and it's the same process even through school. Like I have to remember a certain, like say, math equation, what it looks like to process process that and be like, okay, this is how I do it. You know what I mean? Uh, so, I I can can get that. See, that's a better explanation. Cause see, like me, I'm dyslexic, so I don't read like everybody else. I read very fucked uply. And like, that's better for you saying that you had to process it more. Like you had to put face to name. I'm still bad with that myself. Uh, so I can understand that you saying it that way will actually put in, it, it will make somebody think that, that there is something like you, you didn't intentionally not know her children's names. And honestly, uh, as I was kind of telling her, I mean, it's not like y'all dated very long. Uh, she does have four beautiful kids, um, a beautiful family and everything, but given time, I bet you would have known their names. You, if you would have been able to process it your own way, but, uh, as a, as a grown ass man and you are as well, uh, it was probably like it, it's not something that you shouldn't have been working on, but if you wasn't meeting the family yet, you probably wasn't just constantly thinking about her kids' names. Yeah, I mean, that's and, that's fair. And another thing is, like, I, it's not like I didn't want to know her kids' names. Like, I I wanted to, but at the same time, like, yes, they're a big part of her life, but I was trying to be a part of her life. And so I was trying to get know, to know her all around and how she acted in certain, certain situations and whatnot. So I was trying to learn her as a person before and before like her kids but at the same time I had all her TikTok people oh when's the marriage and everything so it it made me feel uncomfortable which I didn't want to do the podcast with you guys before when I was there because yes I'm 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 an indoor person like I'm in my shell like me and her always had a joke that I was Gary a better explanation too for why you didn't do the podcast uh people this is for anybody that dates her folks like me or whatever that's in social media right it's not easy people need to understand that uh it's not easy for several aspects you you started caring about someone not because they were on social media but because of who they were you didn't necessarily ask 
to be part of her life in social media. You just want to be part of her life. And, and, and people don't realize that they kind of come hand in hand. And even though I care about you, I didn't sign up to be on Facebook and stuff or, or TikTok all day. Like I, I, I came here to spend time with you. The first time me and Kylie met, uh, I thought I was going to hate her in the first 10 minutes. I, I, I picked her up at the studio and went and ate Mexican. She turns on um, TikTok Live while we're eating. And me sitting over there, I'm just like, what the fuck is she doing? Like, why does it, I don't want anybody to see me eating a fucking quesadilla and getting queso all over my beard, you, you know? Um, and, and, and then we went and played golf after that, and she was still on it. Well, I realized that uh, very quickly that that was part of her, though, and that I had to accept it. And I think you accept it, too. It's just... It's still not what you signed up for. You you don't want to make money off this stuff. You don't want this to be alive. You have a big boy job. You you know you you have a real job. And some of it, I could see how you were probably coming out of your shell. Um, and since you know y'all two are not still together, you don't get a chance to keep coming out of your shell. Like there's 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 baby steps. And I think that's what you're. I think that's where you probably were. You know you you're you're making baby steps. You want it to keep progressing, but you just wasn't there yet. Exactly, like, like the whole social media thing. Like, I was like, okay, she, this is a part of her life. Like, I'm going to accept it. So I tried to when she went TikTok live a lot of times when we were eating or whatever. Um, I would try and engage a little bit more every time. And then the very last time that she was TikTok live, when we were together, I blew up. I said some stuff I shouldn't have. I, I know that, and I've been working on not saying those things, and I, I don't know, I just, I just, I don't, I well, don't I, well, I don't like those words, but I'll say this. Every one of us is guilty of saying stuff and it being took out of context. Every one of us. I will still to this day, I've got a podcast I'm fixing to do with a gay conservative. I absolutely like him. You know how many times I'm guilty of saying something like, that's fucking gay. Is it right? No. But it is something that 10 years ago, like just because you say something's gay, don't mean you're you're being homophobic. It just means right. that, I mean, fuck, we grew up watching South Park. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I grew up watching South Park. It's, we're going to say stuff that there's no ill intent behind it. But in the world we live in now, people are going to take it the wrong way. Um, I don't think, from me being around you, I don't think you're fucking homophobic. I don't think uh, TikTok was probably too sensitive about banning her for that, uh, which I don't know the whole. I didn't. She didn't go into depth with me about everything that was said. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it really don't matter. I mean, you don't seem like a hateful person. Uh, I, yeah, I try not to be, and I said it multiple times. That's why probably like. My mom always said I had a temper and I have short views. So anything that sets me off, like I got to learn to control it. And I've been to, my mom didn't even know this. I've been to anger management. I've been to other therapies. And it, what, what it do is just make me angry. So I got to learn to control that as a grown man at 28 years old to control that so I don't make other people angry and upset with me well you're so. you're not the only grown person not man or woman that don't know how to control their anger uh i'm i'm 33 and i, I promise you it gets better every year uh but if you got a temper you got a temper until you don't anymore um there's a lot of people that don't know how to control theirs and they've been through years of therapy and everything i i commend you for knowing that you have a temper and knowing that you have a short fuse um, just don't do it on social media because uh, it, it's bad. It's a whole it's it's a whole different thing when the whole fucking world seems like it's watching. Um, yeah. but you know, shit happens, dude. We we're all guilty. There's nobody that's listening to us right now that has not said something and regretted it five seconds later. Everyone, everybody. Before you give Michael shit about what he said, what Kylie says, what I say, whatever. Just remember, there is no difference. And the three of us and you. The only difference is we're the ones talking right now. You're the one listening, but the shoe could be on the other foot 
with just one TikTok video. All right, just being on one podcast. So, I mean, just normal fucking people that are just living a normal life. Um, now, the other thing that a lot of people brought up in the podcast with Kylie was talking about y'all two being intimate. And, uh, yeah, I know. I got, I got to pull this one. I got to pull this one. But, so, she said something about how well, y'all don't get to see each other a lot. And uh, the sex life between the two of y'all. It just uh, wasn't what she wanted to be. Now, before you say anything, I'm going to stand up for you and all of us men out there. Ladies, some of us have extremely high sex drives and some of us don't. Uh, I am one that I do not have a sex drive like I used to. And there's nothing against that. I like being passionate. I like being intimate with somebody in a completely different way. Now, I like sex just as much as Michael does, as Kylie does or whatever. But, from me being around Kylie and him dating Kylie, I'm going to tell you, her sex drives turn up to a fucking 10 anyway. And it's going to take a, a hell of a man and a lot of battery operated fucking boyfriends to keep up with her as far as I'm concerned. I'm not putting myself in that fucking shoes. There, there's no, I love her to death. I do anything for her. I think she's beautiful. I think she's a beautiful soul. But if she told me that like what, she was telling me the other day, she was like, me and him should have been sleeping together all day, every day when he was here. I fucking got exhausted just thinking about it. Like, I got big boy shit to do. Don't, don't, get me, don't get me wrong. I'm sure we'll have a good time, but fuck. Let's go get some pizza and play video games or something. You know? Right. So, yeah. people, people wanted to know why, uh, why it was like that between y'all. Or from your aspect of it, uh, why it was like that. extremely proud of you but if you ever wear a fucking yankees hat i'm a boston red sox fan if you ever wear a yankees hat on the podcast again you're canceled so uncomfortable but well we woke up um 
Well, I woke up like two times, I think, that night, and she liked that. And we, we got intimate, or whatever you want to call it. And she liked that. She woke, or we woke up the next day, and she was like, Oh, you, you woke up in the middle of the night, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Yeah. And I was just trying to tell her that it wasn't, that I wasn't sexually attracted to her. It was just me being a human being and being too tired to perform what she wanted. You have you know I mean? the biggest balls I have seen. Long time. And this is what I mean by that. What you just said is how so many men feel when they're dealing with an intimidating woman. Kylie is intimidating in the best fucking possible ways. Now, don't don't get me wrong. I don't mean that in any type of bad way torture. But because of the OnlyFans, because of some of the stuff she says or whatever, if you don't think that you're fixing to knock the bottom out of that thing... And just tear her ass up for an hour or two. You probably don't think that you're meeting her standards. You you probably think that you're letting her down. And then that probably is like, I want to have, which I know that she wants or wanted. I don't know how she feels at this present moment. But she was emotionally connected to you. Like, she was. And your mind, like, sex isn't an afterthought. But at the same time, like... I want to make everything better on every other aspect of our relationship. That way, if I let her down sexually, she still wants to be with me. That Okay, I, I've been around women like that. I've been around women that you uh, that you know that, like, you've... I, I've never been with anybody that has OnlyFans. Uh, or anybody talks the way Kylie does. But I have a friend, and she's beautiful, and she is out there, and she is just... She's, she's something special. I wouldn't sleep with her to save my life because I'm scared of how she's going to think of me. I'm scared of what she's going to think afterwards. I'm scared what she's going to tell her friends. And she's just intimidating as fuck. And I'm not very, I'm not a very self-conscious person. I have my insecurities just like everybody else does. But, you know, not that sex isn't important, but some people rate it higher on their list of what's important than what some people do. I think men, you actually have the same train of thought with that. Um, Kylie coming in here with the stuff that she talks about. I've told her straight up and I'll tell her to her face. I don't care. I'm never going down that road with her. I mean, it's never, especially all right, for those who don't understand what I'm saying. You think about somebody like Kylie, and I don't think she'd ever do this, but somebody like her could. I don't think she would. So Kylie, I know you're listening uh, right now, I'm not talking about you because I think you're a better person than this. But think about it. She's got almost 900,000 followers. She talks shit about everything. What makes you think that with everything she talks about, if you were bad in bed and y'all broke up or whatever, she wouldn't make a TikTok about it and then a million people see it? Like, th- that's intimidating as fuck. For sure. Yeah. And especially with me not being with someone for so long and her having such a high sex drive, it was just like, oh man, like, I'm just going to get dogged for this. Exactly. Like, I couldn't, I don't know how I'd handle it if I was actually like hardcore, like straight up TikTok, 900,000 people being like, oh. Oh, you can't fuck. Yeah, like you're a, you can't fuck. You're horrible. Like, no, dude. I that's what I thought it was. That that is what I thought it was uh when me and her were talking. And the reason why without me and you ever having a conversation is because what you just said is how I think about it too. You know, you know, you know, that's that's one reason why I don't care how attractive I am to Kylie. I like to me and her do business together and everything. I couldn't go down that road for the fear of that. You know, that's I met I met her because of uh, Trey Lewis and the Dick Down in Dallas video. She's in the Dick Down in Dallas video. I mean, as you know, and it's just like, nah, I I find you very attractive, but you're not you're not blasting me. Like, you know, let's be friends. Let's be friends. I don't care how pretty you are. We're we're gonna be fucking friends. Uh, because you're not making you're not making me and Pedro famous. If it ain't it ain't fucking happening. 
Um, I've got a couple questions that I want to ask you just from a, a male point of view. Um, and, and then, uh, well, let, let's, yeah, the OnlyFans thing. I don't, I don't personally mind it. Uh, but what was it like for you knowing that she's such a big deal on that and everything? How, how did it make you feel personally? Now, I'm not talking about like her as a, her as a human being. Like, how did it make you feel knowing that she had one and everything? Did it ever cross your mind? Like, you know, I just don't know if I can date somebody with it. Or, or anything like that. I'm insecure about it or, or anything. Cause I've had people since the podcast the other day, they told me that they thought that you were going to eventually break up with her because of the OnlyFans. Okay. So from the get go, I knew she had one. She was very vocal about it. Um, she always said, check the link tree. And then we got to actually talking one on one. And she kept telling me about it. And yeah, it's intimidating as hell because who knows, like some guy could just be like, oh, this guy is showing me more attention and whatnot. And who I'm with at the point or at the time it was me. So Michael's not doing this. So I'm going to drop him and move on to something else, which eventually happened. But it, it was intimidating, too, because, like, I've been hurt, like, in past relationships from getting cheated on, cheated on so many times and whatever. So, thinking that, yeah, she's getting paid for it. It's her job. So, I didn't care. I was like, it, that's part of her income. Go ahead and do it. So, I was, I was like, oh, brush it off. It was part of me growing as me thinking before meeting Kylie. It was with me thinking that, man, I've never dated a girl with OnlyFans. Like she said, she said uh, that she would never get an OnlyFans at one point. And then what she do, she ended up getting one. And well, Money talks and down. bullshit walks. The money, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't blame her for having one. If you can make that much money as she's making, I mean, by all means, fucking just roll with it. <laughs> Like fucking do your thing, boo boo. Yeah. Just just buy me some shits every once in a while. (laughs) So, anyways, like, and then we started dating, and uh, like she was like, "Hey, do you want to like possibly make some content on my OnlyFans?" And me being self-conscious about not being that good. Yeah. Whatever she wanted, it was like, man, no, I don't really want to. Like, I I couldn't deal with that, I guess. So I just kept saying no, no, no. Did you ever explain to her why, or did you just say no? I just said no, because okay. I'm a more vocal person, which I'm trying to grow out of with going live more and um, expressing myself more and just multiple other ways. So I, I would just say no. Which would tell her, oh, I'm not sexually attracted to him, all this other stuff, because she's been through hard times. I understand that. So I would always be like, that's not the problem. Like, it's more me, myself, getting through that wall. Well, just so you know, and anybody listening, men are notorious for not being good at communicators because we're scared of what you're going to think. So what Michael's saying right now, and it's our fault. Is this one's your fault because I believe knowing her as good as I do now, that if you'd have communicated that with her instead of just saying no, I think she would have had a different outlook on it. That is where we fall short as men. Is if we do not explain why, and I'm, I promise you, my fat ass is guilty as this as anything of just putting my foot down and saying, no, I don't want to fucking do this instead of explaining why we are, uh, we're real realist. And a lot of women, they're, 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 they're not logical or anyway, they're irrational. And, but we have to explain things to them to make them understand our point of view. 
And uh, I think I think you would have been a lot better off if you would explain that to her. But also, I can't knock you for it because I'm a fucking man, and uh, I'm just as bad as just saying no and letting it fucking be, you know. Um, and uh, so you know, any man would have felt the same exact way. There's unless you're fucking swinging 14 inches floppy cock and. <laughs> And just, you know, been paid to do porno before or whatever. And you know you're fixing to blow somebody's back out. You're intimidated as fuck. Now, it, it's very it's very freeing, I'm sure, for her to know that she's attractive, she's beautiful, and, uh, and all this stuff. And that she can do this and people are paying to see her. That's got to be extremely empowering. But also, too... Me and you don't have women coming at us all day, every day, being like, hey, show me a picture of your dick. Like, you know, like, we don't feel like we're up to that standard. And unless you know you're on an even playing field with somebody sexually or whatever, no, I'm not fucking getting recorded. No, I'm I'm sorry. I just, I I understand that. I, I, I I think you have a legit point with all of that um also it's your fault for not explaining it to her exactly. i mean it, it it i think she would have understood right and like like i'm going off of her sexual deal and you saying that i'm not gonna record or whatever like i went out of my shell a little bit for some things since we did have a long distance relationship like that like I did some things that people have done easily because they were comfortable with it you know what I mean yeah so I came out of my shell and tried to do things that I don't know dude not everybody's fucking that wild you know I've dated women that wanted fucking to be tied up and and all kind of weird shit I'm like you know can't we just do doggy and go to bed? Like, like, like I, I get what you want to do, but, you know, I fucking just, you know, I don't understand why it's okay for a woman after you've been in a relationship or whatever, or after, you know, you're married and you look at your husband or you look at your boyfriend and be like, oh, damn, I've worked all day. I'm tired. And I, I just don't want to. That's normalized. But when a man, but a man's like, uh-uh, not today. You're like, oh, he's cheating. He's piece of shit. No, it's, it's, bitch, I'm tired. Or, you know, just, just because you want whatever, you want to fucking be put up on a sex swing on top of a high dive and fucking go off into five different sex toys at one time, bitch, I didn't sign up for all this. Like, you know, it, it's, it's a, it's a double standard, but, I don't knock you at all for your way of thinking on that because uh, I make a lot of jokes and everything. My insecurities would have got the absolute best of me as far as a, a sexual aspect with her because I have dated girls before that have made me feel that way. I, I've been around some like uh, just recently and I'm scared shitless to even make a move on. I am because it's like if I do this, I'm fucked. Like, I know I'm not going to meet her standards. And it, it sucks. It sucks. It's insecurities. Um, but, you know, they call men weak if they're insecure, but they call women strong if they show their insecurities. I, I'm all about normalizing it being okay. You're a fucking human. You know, we have insecurities. And, you know, sex is a huge aspect of uh, of life and other things. And, you know, it's it's whatever. Um, so I commend you for actually having the balls to say that. that that's... That that makes me know that the next question I'm about to ask you, I already know the answer to it because of because of how you just said that one. The other question that me and Kylie were asked a lot was, do you think Michael was just with me or with Kylie for the clout? And because he wanted to become a bigger deal on social media. Explain why that cannot be the fucking case. That can't be the case because if I wanted the clout, I had a couple of videos of me and her up, and which she would encourage me to do because she'd find sound and, and send it to me, and then we'd do the TikTok or whatever. 
um, that we're at probably five times of what views I'm getting right now on my videos. So they were at 250 plus K uh, views and a couple thousand likes. And I took those down because, and they were still getting views and still getting likes. I took those down because not one, not only because it hurt me to, that me and her broke up, but to see her and me being happy, that hurt. And I didn't, just to prove I didn't want the clout, I don't, I didn't want people to view those and then keep asking questions as well. And then three, it was just to erase the questions, hopefully. But she's getting paid on TikTok. Everybody knows that she's getting paid from TikTok. And so a couple of videos she still has up of us because she's still getting views, she's still getting likes and all that. So I, I don't blame her for not taking those down, but it still brings up all the questions. That's another reason why I agreed to do this podcast even though I'm uncomfortable with... Oh, you're doing a great job, though. I mean, you can tell you're uncomfortable, bro. You're doing you're doing a fucking fabulous <laughs> job. Um, I appreciate it. Me and Michael spoke earlier today, and uh, I was iffy about doing a podcast as well with you uh, just for the fact that I didn't know what you were going to say. Um, I thought it was a good idea if it was handled the right way, and then when we actually spoke on the phone earlier today and I heard the stuff that you said to me, Without being recorded. I knew right then you were a fucking stand-up guy. I knew right then that that your your, your side needed to be told uh, the same way that Kylie's a fucking great person. Uh, one thing that people fail to realize is you can have two great individuals, both big hearts and all this shit, and they're, they're just not good for one another. Or they wasn't together long enough for the relationship to come to a compromise. Um, to where, yeah. to where you got to grow more, to where she got to slack off a little bit, you know, to where there was a happy fucking medium, and that's all I think happened with y'all too. I mean, y'all, yeah. you living in a completely different state, and y'all only get to see each other on the weekends. That's fucking hard to grow together. Exactly, and that's I think the number one factor that drove us apart, and then me showing up the next weekend and since her sex drive is, is so high and then me being so tired from work, especially the last time since I went from work to uh, the plane right away and being so tired when I got down there after me and her's conversations, uh, it was just like, it was like she always thought I wasn't attracted to her. So I always felt like Damn, I gotta do something more, I gotta do something more, but at the same time, there was other things I wasn't doing more, and it just pretty much had her technically pushed away because I wasn't breaking out of my shell fast enough. Uh there's nothing wrong with that. I mean I straight up I straight up told her the other day, uh, when we were sitting in here. Um, I've been in both of y'all shoes. I went through a very bad breakup a couple years ago and I got broke up with a day or two before New Year's. Um, and I was posting videos and pictures of me and this other girl two days later because I wanted it to look like I wasn't hurting. I wanted it like, oh, you just broke my heart and fucking ripped my chest out. Uh, yeah, you know what? Fuck you. I can move on real fast. And I didn't. But I made myself look like an asshole because of it. I told this on the podcast, so any of y'all that want to bring hate my way, you can go fuck yourself right now. Uh, she She's going to regret posting the pictures and videos of her and I'll do. She's going to look back on She's going to look back on it, whether it bothers you or not. And I'm not saying it does or it doesn't. Um, That's, that's for you. That's your feelings. I ain't going to ask you to share them either way. She is wanting to win the breakup. That's what she's doing right now. That's what I thought, like, especially being her posting that so soon, it was like, oh, I I don't need you. Like, obviously I got all dude, like, snapping her fingers, like, no, that's, it's just, I don't know. She's, she's trying to make it look like she won. 
Um, I think both of y'all, though, if I'm going to talk about her mistakes, I'm going to talk about yours, too. Uh, you posted some shit that you probably shouldn't have posted. Um, but the next day, you took them down. Uh, and you know what? Um, we all do shit when we're hurting. You know, alcohol is involved. You said some shit on live uh, that I was told about and everything. But I can't knock you for it. I don't think you should have done it, but it's hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, I, I've done the same stupid shit. Um, I think instead of us explaining about what that stuff was uh, or anything, because I don't think that what was posted needs to be talked about again. I think, uh, I think if you wanted to comment on it or apologize or whatever, and uh, maybe not even just blame it on the alcohol, but just you being hurt, I think now would be a great time for you to say your actual feelings on your actions in that present moment. Uh, it's, my actions were super immature, but like you said, yeah, like it was kind of unexpected, but at the same time throughout the day, like I had a gut feeling, started getting chest pain. Uh, I had a conversation with my mom previously, and she's like, something's going wrong. Everybody's Knows mom knows best, so I'm 100% mom for But um, yeah, my my actions were immature, but I was I was hurting. Like I thought I was doing enough, which it wasn't obviously since we broke up. But at the same time, I get where she's coming from. But then again, going back to your statement of. Uh, we didn't have enough time to get to a happy medium. You know what I mean? So it just, my actions were immature and to deal with my hurt throughout that day. Uh, yeah, I went out and I'm not a liquor guy. I, I know that either I get super <laughs> sad, I, I either get super sad or, uh, super angry. And so I try and strictly stick to beer, but, at that point in time, like my hurt was so much that I went out and bought a bottle, bought a bottle of Crown Apple, and started taking a bunch of shots, and that just escalated into super immature actions. After one immature action of buying the bottle in the first place, knowing how I react, but yeah, it just escalated and. A lot of people were knocking me for crying and doing whatever, but I don't know. It just uh, been 100% pain, like just trying to deal with it. And then, yeah, the alcohol just took over and I did super immature actions. Uh, you are not the first person ever. So if any of y'all have been in these shoes, you remember what this man just said. He's broken heart. He got alcohol. He drank too much. And every one of us has used whiskey, bourbon, vodka, whatever as a band-aid. It don't fucking fix anything. But every one of y'all have done it. I've done it multiple times. You talk about you crying or whatever on live. Bruh, when my little heart got ripped out a couple years ago, I was all over fucking Snapchat at the time when I was big on Snapchat. Uh, crying and upset and shit. And... It's immature. You're right. It's 100% immature. But at the time, it for some reason makes you feel better to have these people messaging you saying it's going to be okay. Like, it, it, it makes you feel like, all right, I'm not going to say you. It made me. It made me feel like, you know what? I'm hurting like fuck right now, but it's going to be okay. Something good's going to come out of this. There's a pain to my purpose or a purpose to my pain. And you know what? I, you, I, once again, I commend you. You didn't handle it right, but I fucking done it too. Any, every, the majority of people listening to you right now are going to say at some point in time, they were pissed off, they were upset, they were heartbroken, they started drinking too much, and by the end of the night, you know what you do? Well, y'all are younger than me, because back in the day, I say this, like right after high school, when I first turned 21, there might have been fucking MySpace, right? There wasn't anything good yet, right? Like I was still trying to make other people's space MySpace. And uh, anyway, so back then, you know, the most we would get to do is post sad song lyrics. And by the end of the night, you drank too much. 
You would text somebody. You would call somebody too much. But now in the day that we live in, we've got lives. We've got live streams and all this other stuff. So all it's done is progress from a drunk text 10, 15 years ago to fucking drunk live. I mean, it, it, it's fucking, you've done nothing that nobody else hasn't done. The only thing, and like I said, I'm not knocking you for it. I'm just uh, acknowledging it. Some of the stuff you posted shouldn't have been posted. But every one of y'all have sent something that you shouldn't have fucking sent. It's just a different day and age. There's different options out there for you to post. And uh, I'll take it one step further. You know what she's famous on. You know she's famous on TikTok. So you take a shot on fucking TikTok. You know, it's not it's not right. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking not right. But uh, the same shit has happened to me on uh, Snapchat before. You know, not condoning either one of our actions because they were fucking both bad. Uh, but you are handling a heartbreak the way that most of the fucking world does. Except you made it, y'all two made it messy together at the same time. Uh, because of social media. That's why I tell everyone all the fucking time, if you really like somebody and you work in social media, you keep that shit private. You keep it off social media. Uh, you, If you share so much of your life with social media, keep your love life to your fucking self. Right. And I even made a TikTok maybe a month after me and her started talking that it said something about uh, like privacy and I 100% agreed with it so I made that TikTok to uh, pretty much try and say hey without really telling her but because she always watched my videos anyways to tell her like hey let's keep more private like that's what I'm comfortable with if it's not always on live and whatnot, like like let's just take it slower, not technically stop, but take it slower for technically myself and well, our you, relationship together. You walked into a situation that I'm going to say the majority of people fail. I probably would have failed. The common man is going to fail. Uh, I sat here and told her the other day, she either has to date somebody that has no fucking social media whatsoever or she has to date someone that knows that what she does is her 100% job that has to have no insecurities about it or anything like that. They have to. I'm scared to death. And now that I know this about you, I can take you out of this situation. I'm scared to death that people are going to use her. Um... I've heard a whole lot of her story off air with me and her talking, getting to know each other. She is fucking going to be amazing at having her on show one day. Uh, she needs some fine tuning, but whatever that girl chooses to do with this social media following and everything. When we went to the bar the other night, people just, whenever she was our DD, she just fucking just full blown, Nobody paid attention to the singer. They they wanted her. They wanted to say hey to her and, and everything. And she is just, she's special. But she's also hard-headed as fuck. And I get on her ass all the time and hear about stuff she says. She, she is a woman who wants a strong man until a strong man gets around. She wants to. She wants you to be a badass, but at the same time, she don't want you to be a badass to her. You know what I'm saying? And uh, but she she's got a beautiful soul and everything. She's got some fine tuning to do, but she'll blow my show. She'll blow a lot of fucking shows out the water when she starts doing her own. Um, and I believe once she starts with all this, she won't have to do some of those things that are intimidating to a man like OnlyFans and, and other things. I think that this right here is where I want her to go. Of course, she want to keep showing her tits for a hundred thousand dollars a month. You go right the fuck ahead, baby girl. You know, you 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 do. I will never knock a woman's hustle, never. And that bitch has got some hustle to her. I'm proud she's my friend. Um, but dude, I I'd like you to roll back around, and this is how we'll end it. Y'all just didn't get the chance to reach a compromise in the relationship. That's all I think it was. 
you're not wrong in any aspect you've done. The stuff you posted that night, it's fucking whatever. Kylie, some shit she's posted. She'll regret it. Shouldn't have done it. But she's not wrong either. If you're listening and you're going through a breakup, just know you don't have to win the fucking breakup. This right here, only thing that has gone wrong with y'all's situation is both of y'all have tried to win the breakup. And now that cooler heads are prevailing, you're acting like adults and everything. I think she misses you. I think she misses I 100% she's going to beat my ass for saying that. She's going to beat my ass for saying it. But I think she does. I think you miss her too, though. I, I do miss her, but at the same time, like, I wasn't the guy for her. Like, we'll be, we can be civil for now, and at some point, maybe be friends. Like, me going to see her and saying what's up, but other than that, I, if, even if she does miss me, then I don't think, I don't think I could handle it. You don't want to put yourself back out there. You don't want to get yourself put out there to get hurt again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, 100% same way. That's exactly, that's exactly how I feel, brother. Well, um, Michael, I sure appreciate doing this. I got one more thing to ask you before I get off, and I hope I can make her agree to it too. All right. So I think all you both want this shit to be over and done with. Okay. How about, I talked to her and I set it up to where later on this week, all three of us do a Zoom call together and we all talk and y'all two get to be civil. All your followers, all her followers, uh, they all get to see that there's a resolution, that there's no hate, there's no bullshit left, uh, that you're both adults and uh, you know there's no pettiness involved. It's just two people that really cared about each other enough to fly across the country several times. Um, you know, that there doesn't have to be animosity that after a break, y'all can be an example setters instead of what not to do. You can show people how after a breakup, you can just know that it wasn't working, but there's nothing wrong with that. Like we can be friends. We can be nice to one another and, uh, you can, you can show some people how they're supposed to act instead of taking, uh, doing dumb shit. You cool with that? Everybody's fucking followers are her followers. Now, damn, she's, she's got she's got a whole goddamn state following her. Right. So I I hundred percent agree with that. Just cool. to just clear the air so that she's not putting like trash talk towards her, trash talk towards me. Yeah, we don't we don't want that shit happening. All right, brother. Well, I shall appreciate it. Drop your social media stuff one more time, and then I'm gonna say bye. All right, folks. Thank y'all. And hey, by the way, thank y'all for making Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, a top 100 show on Apple. You guys are absolutely wonderful. I love each and every one of y'all. And y'all get ready later on this week. I've got a lot of surprises for y'all. Love y'all. Y'all have a great day. See you later.